Good morning, City Gators. My name is Sonia, and I'd like to share with you what the Lord has been showing me in the last six months. When I first heard the sermon series title, Vice Versus, I thought about the stuff in my dad's garage. He had a great big old desk, and bolted to it was a big metal vice, and whatever he was working on would get securely clamped in this vice before he would start to work. The scriptures that I want to share with you, I feel the Lord has me vice gripped in, and the Lord has been working on me. In October, I decided to read the book of Revelation in one sitting, and I hadn't done that in a long time. And this time when I read it, I saw some things that I'd never seen before. Firstly, that the book of Revelation is a book of hope to the church. No matter how bad things get, it ends with the marriage supper of the Lamb. It ends with a wedding. And we are the bride of Christ, and we will be with him for eternity. The verses that really stood out to me was Revelation 19, verses 7 and 8. Verse 7 says, let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife has made herself ready. His wife has made herself ready. These words struck me, and I started to think about how a bride makes herself ready. All the preparations and plans and things that get done in order for her to be as beautiful as she can be. I started to think about how am I making myself ready for Jesus? Am I pleasing to him in everything? Is the word of God living and active in my heart? What is filling my thoughts? What is filling my time? Am I as focused on Jesus as a bride is for her wedding day. Verse 8 says, And to her it was granted to be arrayed in fine linen, clean and bright, for the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. For the first time I saw that we will be wearing the works we have done down here the good works that the Lord has prepared in advance for us to do, we will be wearing as a garment. I started to think about what would that look like? And I also had the sober thought, what would my garment look like based on my life so far? So this is what I've been thinking about since October. Then in January, I had a dream and I believe this dream was of the Lord. I dreamt that I was back in school and that it was the end of the term and I had to hand my assignment in. I had it to hand in the whole binder, the notes, the work, the assignments. And as I was about to do that, I started to think about the contents of my binder, how some of the notes were scribbled, some of it was incomplete, and I wondered if all the assignments were there. 
and I started to have this sinking feeling that I did not give it all the effort that I could have. And the dream ended with a sense of deep regret and loss that I had not, that I had not done my best. And when I woke up, I still had that sense and I, I couldn't stop thinking about this dream. And then later that day, I decided to um, listen to a sermon. And this particular sermon was um, touched on the judgment seat of Christ. And they talked about how one day our life would be, would be, would be examined and we would give an account to Christ about how our works would be tested and whatever survived that test would be rewarded. And in that moment, I realized the meaning of the dream. That binder is my life. And one day, I will be handing that binder in. And Jesus will be marking every page. This thought has been a sobering thought, but I'm thankful for it because it is doing a deep work in my heart. Two years ago, the Lord did a deep, profound healing, an inner healing where my inner life is completely changed. And part of that, he showed me that I was passive in many ways. And I learned that faith and obedience requires an active stance. It requires an active application of the Word of God. And for me, thinking about being the Bride of Christ, making herself ready, is taking that thought of being active and not passive to a deeper level. It's thinking about my life with the end in mind, that one day I will stand before Him. Hebrews 9, 27 and 28 says, And as it is appointed for men to die once, but after this the judgment, so Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many. To those who eagerly wait for Him, he will appear a second time, apart from sin, for salvation. If you are watching and you don't know Jesus yet, I want to be absolutely clear that salvation is not by works, but by faith in the completed work of Christ on the cross. By faith, we receive Jesus' righteousness. You cannot earn salvation. And an important thing to consider is that God must deal with sin. All sin must be judged. You cannot work off your sin. You cannot erase your sin by doing good works or good intentions. The good news is, is that God has dealt with our sin. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, it says, He made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. 
God has provided a sacrifice. This is why Jesus is called the Lamb of God in Scripture. The good news is that mercy triumphs over judgment. God wants to be merciful to you, to forgive you of your sins, to welcome you into his kingdom, and to become his child. In the Gospel of John, in the first chapter, John the Baptist sees Jesus and says, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Jesus came to die on the cross to take our sins away, to take our place in order for us to receive his righteousness, in order for us to receive salvation. If you believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sins, if you ask for mercy and confess your sins, repent of your own ways, he will receive you, he will forgive you of your sins, and he will make you a new creation in Christ. Eternal life starts now with Jesus. He will welcome you into his kingdom as his child. Now is the time of salvation. Behold the Lamb of God. Late one night when I was 17, I did exactly that. I read the Gospel of Matthew and came to the conclusion that Jesus is who he says he is. He showed me all my sin, and I repented, and I felt the weight of sin lift off me, and I felt completely changed. I had gone from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. This Easter will be my 36th anniversary with Jesus, and I can tell you, that he is faithful and true. And I want to just conclude this, um, the, this meditation on, on being the bride of Christ and making herself ready. I just want to say that it has, it has drawn me closer to Jesus, knowing him as my bridegroom. It has recalibrated my focus and the importance of obedience. And one thing I believe that is um, important in, in, in becoming ready is to allow the Lord into our heart, into every nook and cranny, so that His Word and His Spirit can do a work in our heart, can transform us and make us like Himself. Another thing that I'm beginning to understand is something about watching. That watching, I believe, is a heart attitude of readiness for Jesus. Jesus gave an illustration of a watching, faithful servant. In Luke chapter 12, verse 35, he said, Let your waist be girded 
and your lamps burning. And concludes in verse 40 with, Therefore, you also be ready. For the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. My prayer is that we would all watch and pray and be ready to stand before Christ. Amen. And God bless.